0: Hello, Restoration Church family. Uh, this is a Restoration Church Life podcast. I normally say this is another uh, Restoration Church Life podcast, but we don't do much of these anymore for a number of reasons. But we did want to take the opportunity to do this one because uh, we wanted to bring some information to the congregation regarding the upcoming sabbatical, Joey, that you're about to take. So Lord say hello willing. to the Lord willing, say hello That's what's to the congregation.
1: Happen. Yes. Hello, beloved
0: church family. So uh, 50 plus percent of our members were not here when we took a sabbatical before. That's is is crazy correct. to think about. That was five years ago. And secondly, I'm assuming that most of the members of our church are not familiar with churches that have their pastors to take sabbaticals. And so in light of that, we thought it would be wise to just inform them about what sabbaticals are, what you're gonna do, how it's different, is it biblical, these kinds of things. And so I'm just gonna jump right in. How about it? All right, here we go. So first off, first question, what is a sabbatical? Well, let's just start with that. What is a sabbatical?
1: So in the life of church realms, a sabbatical is a defined period of time, usually anywhere from four to 12 weeks a pastor gets uh, to provide space for rest, renewal, refreshment uh, for the pastor's soul mm-hmm. with the longevity of his ministry in view. Yeah. So it's a, it's a time set aside from the regular responsibilities of ministry for rest, renewal, and refreshment of the soul for longevity in view.
0: And yeah, so does that mean that you're gonna be going on a vacation for the next two and a half months? You know
1: it, two months, peace you're out, just, vacation. You're gonna be sitting on a beach uh, for
0: all three months just, you know, Yeah, sipping sipping Coke Zeroes.
1: No, a sabbatical has a different type of work and even less work, but it's not work less like a vacation. A vacation, there's no work happening usually. Uh, with the sabbatical there are some goals. I have some readings. I'm gonna do a class. I'm gonna take we'll talk more about that in a minute But there is a type of work that I will be doing while
0: on sabbatical Yeah. So it's not it's not as that you are gonna be working less You're gonna be doing some other kind of fun vacationy kinds of things. So there's some overlap. Yep, but uh, it's a it's kind of work It's stepping away from the congregation so as to work differently and that plan was actually you didn't just come up with it on your own. You did but it was vetted by the elders right. to make sure that this would be a good time well spent to accomplish those two goals of a sabbatical which is one rest and refreshment two for the aim of longevity in yeah. the ministry yeah. because pastoral ministry while very not that pastors are any better than anybody else but the, our work is a little bit different than maybe some other uh, people's works
1: yeah but, but I think I think two things there and I'd say also in terms of the, the goal of the sabbatical it's his 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 soul the, the family's health longevity of ministry, kind of mm-hmm. all those tied together. But in, in, in a unique way, the, the pastor's job uh, is church. And mm-hmm. so we don't ever really get time away. Yeah. Uh, and that, um, that's fine, that's great. Yeah. Uh, but also at every gathering, every Sunday morning, community group, men's breakfast, event, there's an element of where I'm working, I'm shepherding, I have things in view. Mm -hmm. So that's one unique aspect. I think the other one is, is every single day, the pastor is dealing with the weightiest realities of the world. Mm We're saying, thus says the Lord. We're speaking about the eternal reality of heaven and hell. Mm -hmm. And so every day we're dealing with the weightiest things Mm -hmm. in view. And so we're Mm -hmm. handling that. And so that's why Paul says, you know, 2 Corinthians 11, what does he say?
0: Yeah, he says, uh, he lists out all these terrible things that have happened to him. And then he, he concludes it, his kind of base statement is, and not to mention all of my anxieties for all the churches. Yeah.
1: So Paul goes through all this (laughs) suffering and hardship, circumstantially, all this work, and he says that the thing that weighs on me heaviest
0: is the church. Yeah, and with 156 members, right? The good, the good stuff, and the bad stuff, right? Somewhere in the good stuff and the bad stuff, ought to be an elder, a pastor, shepherding through that, overseeing that work. Not that we're always taking the lead, maybe a community group member or, or whatever the case may be, but nevertheless, an elder. We feel the responsibility of it. So you put all that together, it makes for a pretty heavy lifestyle it can be so yeah. yeah so the job of or the work of uh, a sabbatical is to get that ref- rest and refreshment for the aim of longevity because the life of a pastor has a kind of element to it that is uh, that's pretty taxing yeah. and so there's a big I don't know if you've read any articles on this but it's 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 I think it even come out in popular newspapers there's been since COVID a high level of pastors leaving the ministry but it's so this sabbatical endeavors to have you work less, but work differently, for the aim of rest and longevity. Okay, is it biblical, Joey?
1: The short answer, I'd say. What does it mean by biblical? But I'm not going to do that. The short answer yeah. is no. Is this in the Bible? It's not. Is it mandated in scripture? Yeah, it is. It is certainly not mandated in scripture. Yeah. Two things are mandated in scripture. So in other words,
0: you could have a church that doesn't take sabbaticals; they're not disobeying God. That is correct. Okay. Uh,
1: I think two things that are commanded in scripture are hard work and rest. Mm-hmm. Right? And so I think we should work hard, and I think we should rest. And so I, I don't think it necess- you don't necessarily have to have sabbaticals in a formal way uh, to be faithful to the Bible. Um, and yet I do think, when possible, it is helpful for the church to, to set up side for the pastors to get away from the regular rhythms of ministry that they might have a prolonged gaze at Christ. Mm-hmm for no other purpose than gazing at Christ. Mm -hmm. And that's going to benefit both them and the church. So throughout church history, it's not uncommon to find pastors that are away from their local church for for lengthy stretches of time. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: And you even even see sabbatical years or kind of in the old covenant law, you see these, like, you know, these, like principles, even as it relates to like f- leaving fields fallow, right? right? So they can kind of rejuvenate and, yeah. so there's, Or you even see some of the Passover, meal, like the old covenant law would have these feasts that would be over the course of weeks to just step away from work, not to mention the once a day. Uh, once a week uh, issue of yeah. stepping away and yeah. rest.
1: So they're, they're not mandated, but we think them wise. Yeah. That's why our lay elders yeah. can only serve six years, then they have to take a year off. Yeah. They get a year sabbatical as it were. Yeah, yeah. And so we have a different policy for vocational pastors, mm-hmm. but it's the same idea mm-hmm. that in, in any full-time vocational worker of Restoration Church, mm-hmm. um, has. there's a sabbatical policy.
0: So we think it wise. Yeah. So there's principles in scripture that we're kind of pulling off of that we, make, we think it's wise. So we're in the middle of a series through Proverbs. So we're talking about wisdom. We think this is not necessarily something that's demanded of the Bible, but nevertheless, we see a principle that leads us to think that it's wise for the not only the health. We're going to get to this, not only the health of the pastor and his family, but even for the health of the church so that the pastors would be healthy. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. All right. Next question. Then how is this? Uh, that kind of leads me to that question. Yep. How is this? sabbatical not only a blessing just to you I can think of your family and I can think of the congregation uh, maybe even beyond that I don't know if you have anything else but how is the sabbatical not only just a blessing to you but it's actually a blessing to others
1: yeah so I'd say first of all uh, family uh, would be one place where it's a blessing so Um, out of if we're at church at Restoration Church uh, 51 out of 52 weeks in a given year Mm -hmm. uh, the number of times that I arrive at church and leave church with my family is about zero Mm -hmm. so I just don't get to show up and leave when my family leaves Mm -hmm. Um, I guess we could organize that but the most important hour of my week is the hour after church
0: And to be clear, we like all of this. Amen. Yeah, yeah. But it's just,
1: it's a unique rhythm. Yeah. The other thing is, is my family's calendar is planned around the church's calendar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that has an impact on my daughters. Most spring breaks, we don't do anything because it's good. It's it's Holy Week. It's good mm-hmm. Friday and Easter. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. they. So I think there's these, these yeah. burdens yeah. of dad not being at home, yeah. Uh, yeah. life, or those types of things that can be a burden to the family. And so... I've asked my daughters, "What are some things that you want to do this summer while I'm on sabbatical?" And they've had ideas. They have fond memories of the last one, Mm -hmm. so I think that's how it's a blessing. I'm a bit more present Mm -hmm. uh, or more free. I'm I'm always present, but I have a bit more free time, I guess you say.
0: Uh, And then to the well, there's something about like even we'll we'll get in a minute about you going to other churches. Yes, Uh, but like there's something about you not feeling the responsibility that's a blessing of that congregation. It's a blessing to your family, so you can go and enjoy, get to know some people, meet your neighbors at that church. That's right. And walk away. Yeah, yeah. You know.
1: And so that's a blessing to the family, but then to the church itself, uh, it was Robert Murray
0: McShane who said, "You know, hang on, pause, because yeah. I know my conscience is condemning me right now." That just to be clear. It is a blessing to the family that we do feel a responsibility to stay after, and you know. We said still, that. I
1: you know, love it. It's, okay, it's the most important okay. hour. I didn't say it was my least favorite hour. <laughs> yeah, we love it. I said work. it's my most important yeah, second, second hour of the week. And that's I love a blessing
0: it. to that's a blessing to the families. And point.
1: it's yeah. it's it's encouraging yeah. that our church allows yeah. us the opportunity to do that. That they stick around for 30, 45, 60, and, uh, 90 minutes it. after church. It's one of my
0: favorite things about. Oh, I love it. Yeah, one of my uh, favorite. Anyway, so yeah. Alright. How is it that's a mention how that shares how it's a blessing to your family, to your yeah. wife, to your kids.
1: Yeah. To the church itself. It was uh, to go back Robert Murray McShane, you probably know which quote I'm gonna pull off of. What your congregation needs most is what?
0: Your personal holiness. Your personal holiness. Yeah. You cannot, that was not scripted either. No, it was not. What if I didn't um, anyway?
1: You you cannot give what you do not have. Uh, you cannot commend what you do not cherish, mm-hmm. and so being able to set aside time to look at Jesus for no other purpose than looking at Jesus and studying His Word, um, hopefully I will come back refreshed, reinvigorated, with more wisdom mm-hmm. and patience and kindness, able to lead the sheep entrusted to us.
0: Yeah, it's kind of the maybe the example I, I talk about this with one of the my community group members. He knows who he is who happens to be in the medical profession. Uh, you know, we talk about this, like I would rather have the doctor that was at the front end of his shift, mm-hmm. right, than a doctor that was at the back end of his shift. That's right. Right, who's been working for, <laughs> yeah. what, 18 hours straight shifts, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, I would rather have the, the airline pilot flying me from Dubai to D.C., right, not having just stepped off another flight from China somewhere, yeah. right? So in the same way, pastors, insofar as they're, Having these seasons, intermittent seasons, obviously throughout the throughout the weeks, but these more prolonged, focused ones, the more healthy those pastors are, then by extension, the church that they're serving is going to benefit as a result as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Healthy pastors make. We pray for healthy churches. That's right. Yeah, and yeah. sabbatical serve healthy to make healthy pastors. All right. So we've talked about what a sabbatical is. We talked about its use in Scripture, the principle there. Uh, we've talked about how it's a blessing. Um, to not only you but to others so now let's just get into it now right. what are you going to do brother
1: uh, logistically so we'll just talk kind of calendar uh, logistically uh, DC will be our our home base uh, we'll stay here our last about so that means they can line up at your door come on uh, as long as <laughs> you you're did. bringing Coke Zero and Starburst and Skittles <laughs> and Chick-fil-a yeah. uh, we, last time we got out of the city, so "This just given the dynamics of our family now, we're going to stay. It will be here. Uh, we'll take a few few trips." Um, but most importantly, the, the first week, I will do an individual retreat. I'll just go to a cabin in Ray, uh by myself. Uh, you already
0: know. Well, I guess you would yeah, know. Yeah, there, there may week. or may
1: not be a fishing rod involved, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I will go and, and have some reading and some rest and just some soul quietness just to settle my heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'll spend a few days doing that. Uh, we'll take a trip to Atlanta. Um, we are also taking a vacation to Hawaii. So that's kind of out of the, the, the 10 weeks. Uh, most of it will be here, but there'll be a few few times. And so that's kind of the, the logistics. That's, and now, like those days, like what will my work look like in those right. days? Um, typically, the way we did it last time is that I would get up and I would kind of work, as it were, office hours until about, you know, 6 or 7 a.m. till a little after lunch. Yep. Uh, and then the afternoon's off with spending time with the family. Yep. So that's kind of logistically... Yep how we'll organize the time itself.
0: And last time, th- then there's some of the work that you'll be doing is you'll be studying something. Yeah, real quick, about, and before yeah. we go there, the other thing yeah. that I'll be doing
1: is, that you mentioned I'll be visiting other churches. So yeah. again, I love our church. There's no other place I would rather be, but I also know how sinful and weak I am. And if I show up, right, I'm going to you be thinking know. about, oh, they didn't do that right. I would have sung that song. I would have, like, or I, just I need to
0: follow up with so-and-so yeah. and see how that's going. Exactly. So yeah, yeah. we will
1: have the benefit of visiting with other faithful churches in the
0: city as well. Yeah. So that's, how, a, that's what we'll be on Sundays. Yeah, Man, that's such a blessing if you yeah. get to... Oh I, Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't get to do it much, but uh, yeah, visiting other churches yeah. just to see how they do things slightly differently yeah. and you get to learn from it and just enjoy being ministered to. That's right, that's right. So let's think then about how the, the work that you'll be doing as it yeah. relates to sort of what you're going to be thinking about in terms of themes or ideas from Scripture.
1: Yep, yeah, good. Uh, so last time I had a theme that I studied, Union no. of Christ, and this year I was thinking, like, is there anything, any theme, and I asked myself, asked the elders, and there was no theme that came up uh, necessarily. So I was like, okay, what can I do? Well, first, I am taking a biblical counseling class. So part of my work is counseling. And so I don't want to ever think that I have arrived. Yes, I have a sin. I'm a master of divinity. <laughs> yeah. And yet, I still need a lot of help. Yeah. And so I'll be taking a counseling class through the CCEF uh, this summer. So that will, I don't even know what the syllabus is. Um, but I'll be doing that that will start in two weeks I think so that's one thing I'm doing Uh, the other thing I'm going to do is essentially read about the character of God and the nature of the crucifixion of Christ Uh, so I'll be reading several books but three that I will be reading 2 I've not read since seminary let's just be honest I probably didn't read them in seminary. Oh, no. I probably got through
0: them. Yeah, because they gave us 82 books, <laughs> and, right? And we got three weeks, didn't yeah. we have a final? That's right. It
1: they're, they're books I often pick up and, and, and pick through, but I sit down and read. So the Character of God will be Knowing God by J.I. Pachter. Um, just a wonderful book, kind of rereading that. Then two books, these two books are over 1,000 pages just on the death of Christ. Mm. Uh, the Cross of Christ by John Stott. Um, just an, um, yeah, from what I remember, from what scenario, you remember, yeah, yeah. an amazing, yeah. amazing book. And so just looking at the necessity of the gospel.
0: One of the most essential books in, moder- in the modern era on yeah. the atonement.
1: Uh, and this next book is by a person, a woman who I had never read anything by her. So this is a bit risky. Her name is Fleming Rutledge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the book is The Crucifixion, Understanding the Death of Jesus Christ. But it comes highly recommended by some people that I know and, and I don't know. I mean, I know their ministry and trust. And it's just supposed to be her life's work on understanding the beauty and the necessity and the glory of the death of Christ. Mm. And so it's a 600-page, it's a 600-page tome uh, that I will spend time uh, reading um, as well. well so good. that's... Um, good. And in a the whole, there'll be some other things, but that's right. that's
0: a little extra time in meditation and prayer obviously.
1: Yeah, yeah I'll be I'll be rereading yeah. the gospels over and over and over, mm-hmm. just staring intently at yep. Jesus. Yeah,
0: good. Praise so. the Lord. You'll be able to do that stuff while not also juggling a bunch of other things. That's right? right? So it, that's that kind of refreshment that yeah. consistent gaze at Christ. Yeah. Yeah. So good. All right, well, I think that answers all the questions other than uh, one, I'll ask for you. I'm sure that you would like to just express a level of gratitude, Amen. as we would Amen. both like to do. But yes. since it's yours, I'll yeah. let you. Yeah, thank just you. Say thanks. No, the the
1: church. Um, I, I've had numerous, numerous people tell me how excited they are that I'm getting a sabbatical, and I trust that's not because they're happy not to see me for a few months. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, just genuinely an expression of thankfulness and. A, a desire to get some rest. Um, I've just, our church is a joy to Pastor Hebrews 13. It really is. Mm-hmm. And so Amen. the fact that they value the Word of God, the Gospel of God, the Church of God, and the pastors the Lord gives to the church yes. to give us a time away is so, Restoration Church, thank you uh, for. Yeah, giving us time away um, to do this. It's, it's a gift. It's not deserved in the strictest sense. It right. is a gift Amen. that is undeserved. And for yeah. that, I am grateful.
0: Yeah. And the, and the cool thing about it, I think that's, that I also just want to jump in here and say thank you to this con- to our congregation, my congregation, our congregation, that they not only give this to us, but as you exemplified just there, they desire to give it to us. Sometimes like the kid, you know, give the toy back and they give it back, but they don't really want to give it back. Yeah. But I think in this sense, I, I sense, and I'll never forget five years ago, when, well, yeah, when I took uh, my sabbatical, that, uh, that sense of rest and thankfulness when I took it, that the congregation wasn't like, yeah, fine, go do it. But it was this glad-hearted, we're, we're glad that you're going to be able to be, yeah. be able to do yeah. this. I remember, do you remember what Nick Teku said? <laughs> I've never forgotten. Because you can. Yeah. <laughs> he said like, yeah. He goes, I can't. You can and It'll make you better. So go do it. You know? uh, yeah. So, yeah. And
1: I mean, five. Well, we went a decade without having sabbatical. And it was the elders then that said, no, we need to do this for yeah. you. And the church was like, yes. Yeah, and ever not. since then they've put money as a line item to help pay for some books and other things that we do. And yeah. so it's just an investment. And one of the things that I'll, I will do this sabbatical, I did it the last sabbatical, some of you may know, in my desk I have, a, I have a folder just called encouragements. Anytime I get an encouraging note or email or whatever, I stick it in there. And when I'm having a hard day, I'll pull some out. But on my sabbatical, I take the whole folder, and it's thick. Mm-hmm. And I just re- take every day and read a few of those notes and just mm-hmm. be reminded of the sweet gift yeah. the congregation
0: is to me yeah. and my family. And all that is is just a rehearsal of the grace of God. Amen. Well, beloved, you we have a sabbatical policy that has been written up. I understand that most of you probably didn't grow up in churches or been part of churches, Whose pastors took sabbaticals, and so uh, if you have any questions about that, obviously come find me. Don't find Joey because he ain't going to be around. You can email
1: me, but you'll get an auto response saying it's going to be deleted. Yes,
0: you. <laughs> will. So on this, the notification of this podcast, on this email, I'm attaching a sabbatical policy that's been drawn up by the elders of the church. You can learn more about that. You can ask me questions and any other things. Obviously, this is why one of the reasons we have a plurality of elders uh so that uh i'll sort of be here all by myself me and steve uh steve will keep me company down there but uh um, but nevertheless any of those issues obviously uh the rest of the elders will kind of pick up and carry a bit more and uh, that's okay and then lord willing lord willing next summer sure. i will take mine and then you'll get to there share some of it so Praise uh, God. well good well guys thanks for taking the time to listen to this joey thanks for your hard work brother in the life of this church uh, as well Paige, our sister if you're listening to this page i thank god for you because you carry a lot yourself as a pastor's wife and sadie and allocate i doubt you're listening to this but if you are thank get you get off your phone <laughs> so, anyway brother i love you thank god for you uh, i'll miss seeing you over to these next couple months or two three months but brother i love you thank god for your ministry and look forward to brother you just having this time of staring at christ resting in the grace and mercy of christ visiting some other churches and coming back eager i remember at the end of mine i was so anticipating coming back to this church and i know that you'll do the same look forward to making how it'll make you stronger and by extension make us stronger all for the glory of christ all right peace out restoration church thank god for you